1: A winning week all around. A winning week for me, a winning week for Fleagues, a winning week, what else is new, for Mr. Maestro Harris Allen and Fleagues? I think we are now at the point, Harris isn't here so we can acknowledge this. We're playing for second place.
2: Oh, with and listen, it's been that way for a while. Harris, has Harris had won't let The us kind admit of season it, you dream of.
1: But you know it and I know it. We're playing for second place.
2: We are. And again, Harris has had one of those incredible seasons. This is one you remember because... You know, you can go 10, 15 years without having another year like the one he's had. And Marco, give him credit because that's He is going through,
1: like, the 15-1 and one Carolina Panthers season.
3: That's <laughs> not good. That ended poorly.
1: Why? So <laughs> maybe he's going through the Philadelphia Eagle-Doug Peterson yeah. year
3: yeah.
1: where everything they touch turned to gold. But he's not here. We got his picks. We're going to try to make a 4 for 4 with winning weeks. We'll see if everybody's on the same page. Then maybe – We may not be in a position where I'm rooting for everybody to have 4 for 4 winning weeks. Because if my picks are different, well, then the hell with you guys. I want to win. I don't want to be an embarrassment. Without further ado, the wild card weekend edition of the LX of the week. And here we go. I want winners. I want people that want to win.
2: There's one thing I want you to do for me. What? Come here. What? Win.
1: Man. What are we waiting for? Take this! All right, three and two last week. Five under 500 for the year. We got some work to do. We need a big postseason. We pick all four of the games. That's how we do it. Come playoff time. Game one. I hate this game. This is a game I would never take in a million years in a regular season. But we're kind of forced. The Buffalo Bills and the Houston Texans. And I'll admit, the Bills have burned me. On quite a few occasions this year, and I'll admit, over the second half of the year, they've played a lot better. The reason why my perception on this game changed dramatically throughout the week—the injury report for the Houston Texans, Will Fuller playing is a big deal. When he plays, Deshaun Watson is much better. JJ Watt now giving it a go. That is something you cannot overlook. And you got a young quarterback playing in his first playoff game. The Texans were there. They got embarrassed last year by the Indianapolis Colts. I think that's in the back of their minds here. They went all in on the Laramie Tunsil trade. And we've seen the Texans have some big games this year. They won at Arrowhead Stadium. They beat the New England Patriots. They went to Tennessee and beat the Titans. I may have egg on my face I think the Houston Texans find a way to get this game because they're getting healthier and we're talking about this Sean Watson I can't see Josh Allen winning this game not yet give me the Texans laying the two and a half game number one game two the Tennessee Titans and the New England Patriots and I have wavered on this game so much over the last few days I've been moving and shaking, bouncing back and forth, back and forth. What do I do? I'm getting flashbacks to last year. And as much as my heart says to take the Tennessee Titans because of Ryan Tannehill, because of the way they've played, I can't do it. I'm sorry. I took New England to lose last year to the L.A. Chargers. I said it was the dumbest bet I made all last year. I think they have a moment. Anytime you count the New England Patriots out, at home, Gillette Stadium, that crowd will be rocking. It'll be soaked. I worry about Ryan Tannehill and the conditions. I'm going to take the New England Patriots. In Bill, in Tom, we trust. I think you get them a little undervalued here. Take it a run. Patriots will win. They will cover. They'll lose next week to Kansas City. They're covering this week. I'm taking the Pats, laying of five. Game three. This is my favorite play, I think. Well, favorite play, part one. I love the New Orleans Saints. I know some short money's coming in on Minnesota because, oh, you don't want to lay eight in a playoff game. I don't really care. We're talking about Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins has been one of the worst big game performers you're ever going to see. New Orleans has answered the bell every time in the second half of this year. I think they're on a mission. I think they're taking no prisoners. They are the team without a doubt that would be the biggest shock as far as losing in wildcard weekend. They're going to win this game, I think, in a margin victory. I think this is a 10 to 14 point win in Drew Brees, the emergence of Alvin Kamara. Michael Thomas has been on guardable. I like the Saints 31 20, 31 17 some along those lines, and I'll take them to cover the seven and a half. Last but not least, we are talking about a public play of epic proportions. Nobody wants to take the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm going to take the Philadelphia Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles, as a dog under Doug Peterson, have covered every single game in the postseason over the last two years. That crowd will be fired up. I think the idea of Seattle... Playing an emotional game last week. Now going west coast to east coast hurts them here. And I just think Philly, despite all their injuries, despite all the adversity, is going to find a way. Fletcher Cox makes some big plays. Carson Wentz continues on this rise. And the Eagles pull a stunner. I'm taking them on the money line. Last but not least, I'm going against the public. Give me the Eagles. I'm riding with those dirty birds, Marco. Plus the two. Marco, you're back. You've had a good record with us
3: this year. Ten and five. I was actually keeping the seat pretty warm for Maestro. That's not bad. I was going to say,
1: I think it's the magic of that seat if I say so myself. I may have to start sitting there during the uh, (laughs) divisional round. I'll boot Harris to a different seat to get the mojo. I don't care.
3: Look, we're in agreement on a lot of these, so I'm not going to belabor the point on too many of them. I love the fact that the the Texans line came down to 2.5 because I do think this is a close game. I think it's a field goal type of game. I'm in agreement with you of the Josh Allen. It's not anything against him, but the first playoff game for a young quarterback can be difficult, never mind going on the road. I've been big on the Bills all year. I think they're better than a lot of people give them credit for all season long. The defense is very good. But that's a tough spot, and that's a tough place to play on the road in your first playoff game. I do like the Texans, so I'm with you on that one. The second one, I mean, I think everybody on the planet wants to take the Titans. I think everybody on the planet wants to see the Titans win this game. Everybody wants to bury the Patriots and once and for all that this run is over. I think the idea of Derrick Henry running in the rain, I can convince myself that the Titans can pull this off. Tannehill doesn't have to make a lot of plays, just one or two. I can't do it. I just I can't do I can't pick against the Patriots in this spot. I want to. I can see Me too, them losing Marco, this game. Listen, I did it last year. I just can't do it. I hope we're wrong on this. If there's one game we're going to be wrong on, I hope Tennessee wins outright. You know, I, I almost, agree. I almost want to take the Titans just for the fact of rooting for it. I'm going to root for the Titans in this game, but I can't bring myself to to, to say that they're going to win this game or even cover this line. I feel like the Patriots, there is no way they get to the Super Bowl. I'm going to say that out loud, knock on wood. The fact they got to go on the road twice, if they got to be Kansas City and Baltimore, let me see that before I believe it. I don't buy it. I don't think they're – they're not vintage. I don't even think they're that good. But I don't know if the Titans are the team that could go into Foxborough and beat them, so I'm going to have to take New England in that one. We're in agreement with the Saints. We don't have to go through a lot of it. The only thing that's good for Minnesota, the fact that Dalvin Cook is going to be healthy – and you got to wonder if the Saints are so annoyed that they're playing in this game that they can look past them. But it's a playoff game. You don't look past teams in the playoffs. Plus, mirror, a Minnesota miracle not that long ago. I going to say revenge on the monitor. Not Thanks. that long ago. Should so be. that's something that I'm sure Drew Brees and Sean Payton have been pounding home to any of the players that weren't there. You know, Janoris Jenkins. Guys that weren't there for that spot. The idea that Eli Apple and Janoris Jenkins are going to move on. Oh, baby. That's a tough one for me to swallow, but I do think it's going to happen. Give me the Saints. The last one is the only one we're in disagreement. Look, they're begging you to take the Eagles. So logic will tell tell you to take the Eagles. There's two reasons. One, I do think the the Seahawks are that much better. I think the Eagles are, look, they've done a nice job of rebounding. They've done a nice job of playing with the guys that they have. Bottom line, they're not that good. And let's remember that Carson Wentz is playing in his first playoff game. So as much as the Eagles have a lot of experience, Wentz doesn't have the experience. That's on the other side with the Seahawks and Russell Wilson. Plus, I don't want to root for the Eagles. The hell with that. Give me the Seahawks.
1: They have it. A lot of agreement from Marco boletti except for Seattle and Philadelphia. Mike Fliegelman, are we riding together on a lot of these, or are we going to have a lot of heads-up action?
2: On a couple, and I will say I love Marco's reasoning of just picking the team he wants to root for. Not a bad idea if there's no money involved. Game number one, I'm with you. I would not take, I would not feel comfortable taking Houston if the line was a little bit more, but it's under three points. I think it's a close game. I don't trust Josh Allen yet, and I think the Texans want to kind of make up for what they gave you last year in that embarrassing playoff performance against the Colts. J.J. Watt and Will Fuller, we know how important they are. I think the Texans win. It's a close game, but I think they do enough to win, so I'm taking them. Game number two, I'm going against you guys. I think this Titans team is set up to beat the Patriots. I think Derrick Henry's going to run the ball well. I think Tannehill's going to do just enough. A.J. Brown is looking like a dynamite receiver. I don't know. I mean, Gilmore, we saw last week, he got burned a couple times by Devontae Parker. Why can't Brown do that? Mike Vrabel's a guy who knows that Patriots team and Bill Belichick. He beat them last year. The game was in Nashville, but he beat them. I think the Titans are the perfect team to go into Gillette and win on Wild Card Weekend. We talk about the last time the Patriots had to do this was 10 years ago. What happened in that Wild Card game against the Ravens? They got run out of the building by Ray Rice and Joe Flacco. I think the Titans win this game. I might even dabble on the money line here, but I am absolutely absolutely taking the points, plus five with the Titans. Game three, I'm with you guys. The Saints, I think, are going to roll. I think they want to put on a show in the final game, most likely in the Superdome this season. And Alvin Kamara has come on just in time for them to make a playoff run and just enough to burn everybody that had him in fantasy the entire season and was waiting for this for the first 15 weeks. And game number four, there's no football reason. If you're comparing these two teams, there's no reason where you can argue that the Philadelphia Eagles right now with all the injuries are better than the Seahawks. But I'm going to take it because Doug Peterson – Man, his teams find a way. We thought they were going to go in last year to New Orleans and get blown out. If Alshon Jeffrey catches a pass late in the game, they might win outright. We might not have had the whole uh, controversy with the pass interference, and pass interference might not be reviewable right now if Alshon Jeffrey catches that pass. That's how big that play was. I think they find a way to win. It's at home. I don't like the Seahawks having to come east after a really tough loss for them on Sunday night against the Niners. And if I have a chance to, in a big game, bet against one person. I love Russell Wilson. This is not a knock on Pete Carroll, maybe for hiring this guy. But Brian Schottenheimer, in a big spot, will drop the ball. Do we remember the game against Dallas last year? I sure do. Brian Schottenheimer's going to come out. He's not going to put the ball in the hands of his MVP candidate, best player on the field, Super Bowl-winning quarterback, Russell Wilson. He's going to try to run... Marshawn Lynch, and Travis Homer, and he's going to try to do it way too much, and the Eagles are going to win this game.
1: Okay, Mr. Flegelman, because I have not seen the selections of the red-hot Harris Allen, how right was yours truly on the Harris prediction for picks?
2: You got all four. How about that? So he
1: went Buffalo, New England, New Orleans, Seattle.
2: Yeah. All right. Chance to gain well, I some mean, Listen, we'll say this. Harris has been great this year, but a lot of the picks have been predictable. Like the Seahawks, I knew there was no way with that line being that low. He's been on the Seahawks all year. He's been taking those favorites on the road and just hoping you know, he picks the better team and hopes they do enough to win. And he's been right most of the year. I knew he was taking the Seahawks.
1: They have it. The wild card weekend edition of the Unlocks of the Week.